0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously. Bored.
1: David. Michael. Welcome back from vacation. Thank you. The third vacation. Yes. Before pretty soon, work will be more uh, of a stretch for you than vacations. That's how many (laughs) you've been on.
0: Ironically, two of the trips I went on were work trips.
1: Right, work
0: to Mexico. Yeah, work. (laughs) Well, Um, it was a it was a reward trip for work.
1: So before we get into anything, I want to give a couple shout outs. Okay, shout them out. First shout out I want to give is to the Sudan. Yes, the Sudan. The country. The country. Yes, not not Sue Ann from down south. Sudan, the country. That is our 17th country to add to our listener list. So we are now in 17 countries.
0: I kind of wonder how, how somebody. Finds us in the Sudan. Yeah. Like how does that actually happen? So is it Sudan or is it the Sudan?
1: It's the whatever. It's Sudan. (laughs)
0: so like you thank you welcome we're going to insult you by mispronouncing yes. your, your country's name
1: and also like don't you guys normally just go out and steal pirate ships no sorry that, that's somalia oh, Sorry. Yeah.
0: welcome right, again well. to the well Sudan. it's been brief it was nice seeing you <laughs> next week we'll be back to 16 So the
1: the second shout-out I want to give is to Mexico, where you actually just were. Total coincidence. I was. Mm -hmm. Mexico, there was a point last week where we were in the top 100 comedy podcasts in Mexico.
0: How many are there? 101?
1: (laughs) 80. (laughs) The other thing is... I'm assuming there's a little bit of a language barrier potentially, but we were within the top 100 in Mexico, which is pretty cool. Actually.
0: I don't know how much of a language barrier having just been there. Um, you gotta remember, uh, unlike us Americans, most countries learn English, English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was ironic. Do we learn English? That's the question. No, we do not. Oh, it's my worst class. Most countries do, uh, do teach English uh as a as a second language in their their native uh native tongue
1: yes i always say we are very very lucky that that's the case because you can you can get by most of the world because people have been trained in english or if not the person you're talking to kind of the person next to them will be able to translate and stuff like that
0: you know what's weird about that everybody in america i'm pretty sure in high school and or the first few years of college is required to take a language. Right. Like, you know, I was fucking stupid and I chose Latin. So let's pick a dead language. Right. I thought it'd maybe help me on the SATs. Nope. Didn't help. Uh, And if I would have been a doctor, it would have been great, but not a doctor, not a lawyer. Yeah. Latin was useless, but most countries I mean, uh, most students in the U S have to take another language. Um, Most of them don't retain any of that. Probably because you don't speak it, right? Well, and it's also
1: you're you're ticking a box, right? Like you yeah. gotta learn for two years. So you learn where's the hospital and where's the library and this is my tie. Like all generic shit. You're not learning like true conversational stuff. Obviously, if you take it four or five, six years and and you have people to speak with, then yes. But um, but I, I'm in the middle of my shout outs, buddy. Stop trying to derail my shout outs. I got one, well, more. I
0: just think it's interesting. All right
1: interesting that people learn English which is I think English
0: said. <laughs> no but they retain it they retain it we don't retain any of the languages that we learn well hardly. you know
1: one of the reasons why in high school around the rest of the world at the end of high school there's like a four-year combined exam and it also takes into account all the shit you learn from like kindergarten to eighth grade while here mm. we go very much year to year on our tests, so it's almost a case of unlike the few things that build on each other right so like algebra 1 you need to understand for algebra 2 and stuff like that right all the other stuff it's like you learn it you pass the exam you forget it and that that's that's the model we kind of use here when the rest of the no, world is not
0: that's me in
1: life in general i'll i remember something only as long as i need to <laughs> yeah what were we talking about no um, and my third shout out goes to Zia which for those you don't know Zia is is aunt in italian She's not my aunt. She's one of my cousin's aunts um, through marriage, but she lives in Boston. And she said she's actually listened to every episode, which was oh, wow. unique to hear that because she is, and I don't want to offend, at least ten years older than us, potentially more. So it was kind of surprising when she said that she's listened to
0: every episode, and then, and she still talks to you. And, and then my she's cousin got to be mortified.
1: My cousin said, uh, "Are you you including the one where he talked about?" the shitting himself. She's like every episode I've listened to every episode. So right, you I just, wanted to give a shout out to her as well.
0: I, th- I think you just gave yourself up cause you didn't, you didn't talk about shitting yourself. You talked about somebody you knew shitting themselves.
1: No, no, at the hospital I shit myself.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The car ride that you're implying may or may not have
1: been me <laughs> or somebody else, but we'll leave it at that. You can go back a couple episodes so you can hear about that, that train wreck. Um, yeah (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) tell me about your tell me about your vacation david um uh, dude we went to uh we went to cabo which i'd been to before it was uh we stayed at i I don't know i don't want to i don't want to flex but it was pretty cool we stayed at a five-star resort it was awesome it was everything included you know pretty much we had a butler like it was one of those like lifestyle the rich and famous vacations it was pretty damn sweet um I ended up not doing any excursions and just stayed in the pool all day long, every day for five days straight and drank as much alcohol as I possibly could. Not that I condone uh, being an alcoholic, I don't, but uh, I I was an alcoholic for four days.
1: When you had your butler,
0: was he or she in your room? It was a she and they don't live in your room, but they do service your room whenever you need. So instead of like calling room service, like we showed up. And she was immediately like, here's my cell phone number. Like, just text me if you need anything. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So
1: this butler, are you able to ask questions like, and I'm sure in this Me Too world, I probably shouldn't even ask this, but are you able to ask him things like, hey, my wife and I want to make a video. Why don't you just record us? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: You know what? The way she had introduced herself is if you need anything – Text me or call.
1: Well, yeah. yeah they they
0: know. are in a tipping society, so
1: yes people tend to go out of their way. That's one of the things that's unique with some of the rest of the world. So like Australia, where I lived for a few years, you don't really tip. Um, very, very rarely. And I don't understand that. Only and Europe at is that really, way too. Yeah, really, really expensive restaurants. And even then, you will leave like five percent. And so like if you're if you're at a bar and you order a drink and it's like Nine ninety five, you'll leave the change from that. Which, if you were to do that here, that's pretty much considered pretty offensive, right? Yeah, like, like if you give them a ten and you're like, eh, keep the change, and it's a nickel. Yeah, they, they'd
0: piss in your water yeah, the next time you showed exactly. up. Exactly, <laughs>
1: that's a one drink type place, just to, uh, for people to. Know. <laughs> but there, that's the norm. Like that's how. By the way, there's can.
0: nowhere in America you can buy one drink for nine ninety five at a restaurant. <laughs> just yeah, let well, you know that.
1: You can if it's like uh, half water, half wine, half <laughs> yesterday's soup.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, all right. So you had a butler. Which is awesome. Uh,
0: hold on, oh, before before we move back onto that, like th- this whole tipping thing, it actually blows my mind because I think I spent no less than five or six hundred dollars in tips in in the four or five days we were there, right? Jesus. So well, I didn't pay for anything. Like it was it was all all inclusive. My company paid for everything, right? So okay, I'm just I'm gonna you tip the bartender. with All the pools had a had a swim up bar. So, you know, you tip the guys there and they pour heavy for you. And I mean, it's just everything was just tip, 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 tip. So if Europeans don't really do that, when Americans go to Europe, the servers must absolutely love us. You got to assume that Americans are tipping in Europe and Australia and wherever they go.
1: Yes, um, unless you have Australian friends with you. Like when I was in Australia, they're like, do not leave a fucking tip. I'm like, I cannot walk out of here yeah, without no leaving shit. a tip. I'm like, the bill was $150. You want me to literally leave $2 extra? I'm like, I cannot walk out of here. They're like, don't you leave a fucking tip. They're like, that's, <laughs> they're like, that's not what we do. So yeah, so I think tourists get played on, right? And you know, that's one of the things that sometimes when European tourists come here. Sometimes people have to like educate them like, Hey, yeah. this is a tipping society. Like I want you to remember that. And it goes back to, and this is why the, the argument of why it's okay not to tip overseas is because here, like a waiter, a waitress, uh, a person who runs and gets the water, stuff like that. They might make $4 an hour. They don't even yeah, have to they, make minimum they make wage. Less
0: than minimum right? wage. Oh, you're having
1: trouble tonight with words. I know, English I can't talk. Minimum, minimum. Mm, mm. <laughs> I cannot talk. This is talk. my favorite episode ever and we're only 10 minutes in. <laughs> I haven't even been drinking today. <laughs> right, right, right. Just the tip. I got it. Um, so in Australia, your hourly rate will be like $20 an hour. And so that's why it's in theory okay not to tip because they're getting it in their base pay. It, it. does, though. It just feels so uncomfortable.
0: Well, knowing that, I will now never tip in Australia and Europe. Thanks. Don't blame me, though. <laughs> So you didn't go on any excursions, nothing? Here's the thing, when you, like, if you're on a boat, like if you go on a cruise, you wanna get off the boat, right? Every time you have a port, you wanna get off the boat because you're tired of being on the boat. We're literally at a resort. There's like 20 swimming pools, there's a beach. It's all you can eat, all you can drink. Like there's just, there's no reason to go anywhere else. We just hung out in the pool and bullshit all day long and drank and went to lunch took a nap like it and then okay happy hour at the bar upstairs and then we'll all meet for dinner at this restaurant the food was phenomenal so it was like there was just no reason to do anything else and i just wanted to relax
1: yeah that's nice was the daytime napping anything to do with the all-inclusive bar did those two things factor into oh, each other? oh hell yes hmm. oh
0: yeah oh yeah it was it was a necessary uh activity for sure because we were i mean we drank from like I want to say like a nine thirty in the morning to probably two or three, stumbled back to the room, take a nap, take a shower, get ready, go to happy hour, hang out with everybody at happy hour for an hour, hour and a half, and then go to dinner. And then there was always something going on after dinner. And you know, you're hanging out in like you know, post pandemic society. I'm hanging out with people that I never get to spend any time with most of them aren't even in arizona most of them are in in the chicago area so these are people that i talk to on the phone all day long and never get to hang out with and it was you know it's nice and you know you're kicking it with them and their wives and it was a good time so it was uh really yeah. good time
1: this the post covid i know we're not out of covid so i don't want to fucking hear anybody write in and say we're still in covid but what i'll consider the post worst of it covid hopefully Like when you go out now, like I'm hugging fucking maitre dee's. I'm hugging waiters. Like it's just, it's just being around, but that's just normally you. (laughs) All right. So this might be a good time to say this episode was sponsored by Alcoholics Anonymous. If you're going to drink, don't drink alone. Alcoholics Anonymous.
0: All right. Good. Good. You got the, you got alcoholics right the second time. Yeah. (laughs) You, you are not to talk about words tonight, fucker.
1: You are not, Uh, have you ever watched, there's a new show called the problem with john stewart on
0: apple tv no i have not watched it i try and stay away from the political stuff and he tends to get political real quick very um or hot hot topics right so
1: the the commercials for it are awesome because the show's called the problem with john stewart and the commercials they're like the problem with john stewart and he's like no no wait there's there's a pause there (laughs) it's the problem (laughs) with john stewart so it even starts with great commercials but so I think it's eight episodes now, and probably seasons. But first, the first eight are out. They're on Apple TV, and he he's tackling like really difficult discussions. So one of them is on racism. So first of all, for a, a white guy to tackle, it's already like interesting enough because you know he's not in that environment. He's not the one sometimes uh, being affected by this things like that. So he is handling this topic so deftly, he's juggling it between humor and getting the message across that it's absolutely amazing. And so if people haven't watched it, The Problem with Jon Stewart, it's on Apple TV, um, that's just one of them. Um, the only thing that I was was disappointing is at one point, so he had—he thought it was funny and even made a joke about it. He had three white panelists on to talk about uh, racism against black and brown people in America. So he even thought that was funny, like he made a comment about that. And he had basically his view, two other people that had similar views, and some other guy who like literally lives on Mars. Like when the guy was talking, it just made no sense. Like he's like, "What? What are you talking about? There's no like racist problem in America." And he's like, "What fucking planet are you living on?" <laughs> he's like that you would say that. <laughs> so the one thing though that I thought was interesting because you never see this, right? You don't see this on like Carson, Leno, Letterman, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers. Jimmy Kimmel, like all from the old ones 40 years ago to today, he absolutely lost his cool with one of the way that people were answering. And he like kind of went at the guy. And then he realized it pretty quickly and he kind of reset himself. He actually apologized to the guy. But I, I just, it's just a great, interesting show. And if you like definitely smart humor and difficult topics tackled with an edge, um, it's something worth watching.
0: I don't know, I just have a problem with white people talking to other white people about racism yeah isn't that just like a double standard there i i I don't know it's just i think
1: you're always going to get the well you don't understand you're not you're not in this but the one thing that they talk about in this episode is how how much white people can help the situation even though they're not being affected by originally affected by the situation right so it's not problem
0: yeah but the problem is people okay the person that's the problem, the person that's part of the problem, you know, it's always the punchline. Oh, you're part of the problem, right? The person that's part of the problem doesn't want to fix it because they don't think it's a problem. Right. Okay. So you'll never get through to that person. Okay. The only way to get through to that person, I, I don't even know what way you would get through to that, that person. I, I don't even think it's possible because some people are so polarized as a country right now. Like there are just people that are so set in their ways. And they refuse to believe anything else. You have people. It's funny. We had this conversation today. We went um, paddle boarding. And um, on the way back, we saw a bunch of trucks. And they had, you know, fuck Joe Biden flags hanging from the end of it. It's fucking, it's Arizona, right? It's like a normal thing. But when did it become okay to, to insult the president of the United States? I, I can't think of a time in our history when millions of people would go out of their way to do that. And I mean, think of all the past presidents, the Bushes, Reagan, you had, I mean, Clinton, Obama, go all the way back, right? All those guys did stupid shit, okay? But it was never okay to just blatantly go out and say shit like that and broadcast it like it's an advertisement. But because of the last administration spent the entire four years doing nothing but calling people names he normalized it yes it's now okay okay it's now okay to call people names
1: yeah that's exactly where it started when trump got into office and he was a fucking unhinged loon that's when it became okay to do these things not right but that's when it was justified to people so my
0: question is how do you undo that
1: Well, hopefully by him not being in office in 2024. Well, he hasn't
0: been in office for a couple of years now, and and it's worse than ever.
1: Yeah. Well, habits don't change overnight. And I really do think that his supporters are just waiting for 2024 when he's back in office. I really do think that. Um, And when you talk to some of his supporters, that's their view. Like, uh, America realized they fucked up. He'll be back in 2024. And yeah. then we'll start the new path. But
0: yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm not advocating for Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden's not particularly doing well in office right now. I think he's struggling pretty heavily. And I think the Democrats have a real big problem. And if they don't do something in the next couple of years, 2024 could materialize in a, you know, we, we could see a repeat. So um, so that, that's, you know, it, it, neither here nor there. I just as much as I've hated any president in the past. I never felt like it was okay to publicly just lambast them and to publicly say, you know, derogatory terms towards them. It's just, I hate that it's normalized now. And I also hate that I can't fly a fucking American flag without immediately getting recognized as a potential Trumper. I fucking hate that. I want to put a flag out on my house, fourth of July, like everybody else does. But now I have to deal with the, f- oh, oh, I didn't realize you were a Trump supporter.
1: Yeah. But you wanted to hang a Confederate flag. I'm oh, just kidding. People just <laughs> totally kidding.
0: You know what? The funny thing is that's what we were talking about. That's why they took over the American flag. Cause we took the, the Confederate flag away from them. Yeah. So they're they like, oh, fuck way. it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. If you go back, you know, you, you listed like the last six, seven presidents. If you go further back, when you get to like, Kennedy and those type of people, the fucking not only were people not bad mouthing them, the press used to go out of their way to protect them. Yeah, Like they, if there was like, you know, they always talk about, you know, Kennedy banging like Marilyn Monroe and all these other people, but it shit was buried because they didn't want to try of that to protect shit. them rather than what we are in now. Well, Trump
0: changed all that cause he went after the press, right? Yes. Cause the press wasn't kind to him because he was an idiot. So they, they went after him and now all of a sudden he normalized, you know, this whole left wing media thing, which I think is silly because both, you know, left and right wing media outlets are are spewing bullshit right now. Yeah.
1: So on a happier topic, um, I know, you know, in the summer there, it's like 10,000 degrees, um, and grass tends to burn. And I doubt people are really that concerned about like using true green or Scots or one of those to like make their grass nice and green. Do you ever do any of this shit like that?
0: No, I gave up fucking like 15 years ago. <laughs> you want, and like winter grass out here is amazing. It's like the greenest of greens and it lasts all winter, right? But some like Bermuda, like summer grass out here, it ends up looking like brown desert after a month and a half. Unless you want to spend $200 on your water bill every month. And I don't think I'll anybody does. be more does. than that,
1: dude. Out here, it's fucking 200 bucks a month. <laughs>
0: um, didn't one of your neighbors put in AstroTurf at one point? That's actually... I wouldn't say one of my neighbors. I would say probably half the people in my neighborhood have, um, I don't think you call it astroturf anymore. Cause when you think of astroturf, it's that plastic, like nasty shit that we had when we were growing up. Now they've gotten quite good at um, artificial grass and artificial turf. The problem is the color. All right. And there's like 16 different shades of green that you can choose. And you've got some neighbors choosing the blue green, and then some neighbors you choosing the the super fluorescent green green, and then they're right next door to each other, and you're mm. like, okay, that doesn't look natural.
1: <laughs> Fuck it, just go to orange. So I um I called True. So we moved in the house two years ago, and the fucking builder, half-ass builder, he did the property, he seeded everything, he made it look really nice, and then they dug up the ground to put in the well. So I don't know why he did it in this order, but he totally fucked up everything that he spent money on doing. And so when we got the property, it's the grass is pathetic. It's patches everywhere, weeds everywhere.
0: So hold on, so so for, for Sally and Elka, Nevada, what is True Green? I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: So True Green, Scott's, um, Sunday is one brand. There are all these things you see on TV about Ways is to like a spray, or is yeah, it like a, a company? It's, True Green's a company. Sunday is a spray. Um, Scotts is a company, but there are all these companies that you call and they come yeah, out. I've heard of
0: Scotts before? They have that at Home Depot.
1: And you know they're like these loons who like fucking pick a piece of grass, like taste it. Oh, uh, this this needs a seventeen percent this chemical, eighteen percent this chemical. Jesus, uh, I can tell that you have. On Tuesdays, you have ladybugs, and on Thursdays you have these white grubs. Like it's all this crazy shit. They do this fucking analysis of your dirt and your grass. So I called one of those companies. But the thing that I thought was interesting is every other time I've used a company like this in the past, and it's been a few years, to be fair, they come to your house, they fucking roll this ball around like a a ruler on a stick, like you'd see people measuring shit. Mm -hmm. They measure your property lines. They end up coming back to you and saying, okay, for this size property, this is what it's going to cost you. And then they do a test sample and they say, and this is the extra thing I thought was interesting. When I call this true green guy, he fucking uses a satellite to measure my property, my property. So he's like, it's pretty cool. He's like, okay, what's your address? Typed it in. He's like, okay, I got a satellite image of it. He's like, I see. He's like, exactly where does your property end? Can you give me an idea? I'm like, well, kind of directly between the two houses. He's like, okay, I'll set this. I'll do this he's like, do you go to the tree line? I'm like, yes. So he fucking took a measurement of my property from a satellite. I'm
0: surprised they even need to do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's public information. Like you can pull up someone's like land plot on some government survey website. And you can look at the exact square footage and the exact plot lines.
1: See, the problem with that though, is my property is almost an acre, but 30% of it is just woods. So they can get the measurements from city hall, but it won't help them because they just that, want that's the, grass. the grass Yeah. So at one point he was like, oh, I got to take out the size of the house from the footprint. He's like, because you guys you don't have any grass inside. And I'm like, you do know that grass is becoming more and more legal now. And he's like, okay, <laughs> let me, so he started laughing. He's like, let me rephrase it. You don't have any grass in the house that you'd want cut. <laughs> he's like, um, so he's like, and okay, did you so say that? Have
0: you seen my wife's lawn? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Uh, thankfully my, as we reminder, uh, my wife does not listen. <laughs> um, but so, your aunt does in Boston. Yeah. yeah my, my cousin's auntie. aunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a little bit older, so she probably has that seventies bush going and we've lost a <laughs> Okay. All
0: right. All right. Are you done with, uh, are you done with true green? Cause I no, want to talk no. about the next topic.
1: No, no, no. So he, um, so then they come out and they test the, the ground and stuff like that. So then they give a price, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. Now I'm done. Go ahead. Fucker. Go on to your story.
0: No, no. The funny part of this story is about to materialize. So I sent you a picture during yeah, the week.
1: Thanks for thanks for that, by the way.
0: Okay. You you looked at the picture. Yes. Do you know why I sent you that picture?
1: Well, one, I don't know why you sent it to me, but because you were away, I nicely put in our notes built woman. And then I actually thought about it and I'm like, oh, that might be a dude. So the notes say built woman
0: in brackets dude question mark okay so so here's this wasn't supposed to be the topic but now we have to talk about it because your lack of detail is 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 the is the joke now all right the joke was something else but you're if you would have clicked on that image okay you would have noticed that your dad posted that image on facebook
1: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's
0: why I sent it to you. I was like, can we please talk about this on the podcast? Uh, I got I got lost <laughs> in the look of the person.
1: No, I, I know exactly what, what you did. Was. You didn't
0: You didn't click on it to blow it up so that you could see the full screen. You probably just looked at it as it came in. I do that all the time. Oh and I kind of thought you would. And I'm like, oh, let's see if this fucker actually looks at the image instead of just like, you know, passively looking at it.
1: I'm looking now.
0: All right. So, so while you're looking at that, um, there was, you know, my dad, we've talked about my dad a thousand times. He's got Alzheimer's. Um, I went to see him, uh, yesterday. In fact, he's doing fairly well. I mean, he's still kind of, you know, he's still, he's still kicking. He doesn't really have a whole lot of, uh, of memory left. Um, sometimes he knows I'm there. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes if you say a a catchphrase, he'll light up with excitement, you know, like, you know, he likes cookies. So I'll say, Hey, I brought you some cookies. He gets all excited. Um, anyways, that's the update on my dad. Um, but when, when my dad first figured out what Facebook was, he had no freaking clue how to use it. And so what would end up happening in, and these were little, like we had no idea he had Alzheimer's. So every once in a while, he would post a message saying, you fuckers better stop. I'm sick and tired of this shit like and I still have screenshots of all these like you know things that he posted on Facebook and my family members are like hey you need to go check on your dad like you really need to go he was living in New York I was living in Phoenix we talk like two or three times a year uh so finally I'm like all right yeah I need to go go check my dad and then obviously he got hurt and you know we check any one of the last 60 episodes and you can learn how that whole thing unfolded um but I, I just thought that was really funny because there was a point in the last year or two where my dad was posting crazy shit on Facebook. And then I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, here we go.
1: <laughs> I, I, the only thing I can hope. So this image is again, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. It does say some, the title. Yeah. Cause I just looked <laughs> my dad did uh, like share, whatever you want to call it. It says the, the body that any, every woman wants. At the gym. I'm 99% yeah. sure it's a dude, though. I'm sure my dad saw it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and I could be wrong here. He called 911 the day of his heart attack, and he accidentally hit like right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I posted to Facebook. I'm probably wrong, but that's what I'm hoping.
0: All right. Well, I don't want to beat up your dad too much because he's awesome. But uh, how, is, how is he doing after the post-cardiac uh, arrest?
1: He's doing as well as can be. He's well enough in his mind to not listen to doctors anymore, which is great. He, um, The doctors want him to do physical therapy, but part of the physical, so I, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even know they had physical therapy for heart attacks. But yeah, no shit. Sure. What the physical therapy entails is you go to the, the PT, they hook you up to all these different machines, and they just basically give you stress tests, make you ride a bike, make you do a treadmill, make you do the Stairmaster, shit like that to just get a reading on your heart. And they monitor it more so when he found out first of all he didn't want to go at all so i was like you got to go and he's like i'm not going so i called pretended to be him left a message i'm like hi this is you know michael's dad can you please give me a call and i left his number so they call him back so he calls him they call him back and they tell him what it entails which is the stuff i just said and he's like i can do that at home i got in the gym where i live i can ride a fucking bike i could do a treadmill i don't need to oh, come there's there. no fucking way he's gonna do that at home well, not only that, I'm like, dad, you're missing the point of, and them monitoring you while you do it.
0: Yeah. So, so what he's going to do, heart attack.
1: <laughs> if he's going to use it, he's going to have a fucking heart attack on the treadmill Yeah, <laughs> is what's going to happen. Fuck. He's oh, so stubborn. Jesus.
0: You know, what sucks. At least he's independent. All right. Yes. My dad is no longer independent. My dad, yes. my dad without care would be dead. Right. So yeah. at least he's independent.
1: Yeah. As somebody said to me this week, your parents become was it uh, emancipated right when your kids become free like when they don't want parents anymore at like 18 right emancipated yeah. i think it's what's called um the person said to me that your your dad your parents become emancipated but they're not children <laughs> right like that's the thing like he's doing his own thing but he refuses to listen
0: he does what he wants but it is what it is so yeah so I'm, I'm we're just i mean my wife and i are just sitting there staring at my dad i can't think i mean we talk about horrible ways to die i can't think of Okay, I can think of lots of really bad and painful ways to die, but I gotta believe sitting in a bed and being a prisoner in your own mind is, is is right up there in the top five horrible ways to die. So it's funny that you
1: mentioned that because I know you're big on this horrible ways to die shit. I read an article this week. You read it was, No, you didn't it, read. It, it's one of those that it just says the name and you can scroll to the next one. It has it was shit a, shit a fucking underneath video. It. it was a no, video, no, no, wasn't nope. it? It says Somebody the read name, it to you. It says the name. And then it gives a lot of information below it. I didn't read any of that. I just read of the heading. You didn't. <laughs> so, so, what did the heading say, Michael? We're Tell us. to call this Horrible Ways to Die Three. And this is the most painful ways. According, I want to be very clear on this according to science.
0: You ready? Says the guy so who say, didn't one, read one, the actual two, article.
1: Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Looks like 12, 12, 12 ways.
0: And you can count and read. Wow.
1: Yeah. It's a gift. It's a gift that keeps giving. I am an accountant, you know. Number one, crucifixion, <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> which we are recording this on Easter, no less. So that's pretty oh, ironic. Jesus,
0: yeah. Number two. And I keep saying Jesus.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to hell.
0: Number two, drowning. So are these are from worst to best or this? Like, this is
1: just the way the list was. So but is number
0: one going to be like the ultimate most painful way to die? Are we working down to, to, to number one?
1: I don't think that's the way the list went but number 1 so fucked up that it's it is to me like the last yeah. one they gave is definitely the worst okay so so i guess i'm counting down here so that was 12 11 number 10 i hope i didn't get the number wrong cuz then i'm going to be like number 1 i'm out of answers <laughs> um, <laughs> number 10 was electrocution.
0: okay all right number 9 was burning yeah god i got to believe burning is right up there burning and drowning i feel i, I feel like that's like but they were almost like high on the list. Well,
1: drowning was number 11, 12, 11, 10, nine. Don't fuck me up here. Number eight, freezing to death. Okay. Seven, heart attack. Six, radiation death. So like if you go visit Chernobyl, which you think is safe. That's how you die. Number five is not cancer, not just cancer, pancreatic cancer specifically.
0: So what is this based on? Like, is this based on them analyzing the brain activity when someone dies from these things? Or is this based because nobody's actually
1: burning and they're analyzing you. Why aren't the fucking they helping you?
0: No, no. But 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 nobody's nobody's died from fire and been able to come back and report. Holy shit. That hurt, man. So what is this based on? It just said
1: the scientific ways to die. There's no science behind this. Die. You it's, didn't even read the article. Why am I, I didn't asking read the article? This? Here's the thing, people. <laughs> type in scientific pain, most painful ways to die, and then you can read all the other facts and shit below it, which this might be like the least <laughs> painful ways to die. Maybe I just misread it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, number four, not just a snake bite, but a snake that's called the boom slang snake bite. Mm. The venomous is so bad that it's almost an immediate death. I would think
0: that's a great way to go—instant death,
1: but painful. Um, number three is decompression sickness, which is commonly referred to as the bends. Yeah. That's when you come out of the water if you're uh, in a submarine or you're in a scuba diving and stuff like that, where you come up too fast and mm-hmm. your your blood basically boils from the from the oxygen. So that's mm-hmm. which more commonly referred to as the bends. The next one number two on the list is chlorine trifluoride no f- oh no sorry you know what it's chloroform oh <laughs> uh, this is th- there's no number one this is number one sorry oh jesus Christ! you can't even you're an accountant
0: no <laughs> no the
1: problem is the name is <laughs> the, the name is chloroform trifluoride so i have that as one bullet and right. then the way the guy said it feels i have as another bullet <laughs> so i
0: apologize oh.
1: Take a number off each one before this. The, no, the you doc- need to
0: use a fucking spreadsheet from now on for everything because that's all you speak.
1: The scientist named Paul Daugherty explains that chlorine, chlorine trifluoride will turn your bones to gelatin. Your fingers will turn into rods, into little round stubs, and you will be in pain until you die.
0: Yeah. I, uh, all right. And number one, I have questions. I have all sorts of
1: questions. Being stuck with David for a weekend on vacation,
0: (laughs) I don't know. My wife enjoyed it pretty well. Mm -hmm. Your wife enjoyed it too.
1: Hiyo, as I mentioned, today is Easter. Um, Did you go to church?
0: Uh, You're asking me seriously?
1: No, you know that could have been the number one painful way to die. Go to fucking church. Yes, go to church. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I haven't gone. I might have mentioned this before. I haven't gone to church since. I became, so look, my my parents were both pretty religious growing up. And until I was 18, I had no choice. And then like most kids. Yeah. And then when I still lived at home, you know, after college, I lived at home for a year, it still kind of was like, yeah, you're coming to church with us. And then once I started going on my own, it became less and less. And then eventually I became a Christmas and Easter kind of guy. And then I think it was one Christmas, Bologna and I were in church and we were literally just fucking around in the back. And I'm like, why are we even here? (laughs) Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what are we here for? And since then I haven't gone other than, you know, the typical wakes, weddings, funerals, like that's the only time I go to church.
0: Yeah. Obligations. Yes. Pay your respects both ways. Yes. Yeah. Especially when people are getting married, got to go pay your respects to the death of being single. Yeah. <laughs> Painful way to die. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on the list. <laughs> getting married. Number it, one. It's, what it's, is... <laughs> it's funny because it
1: also depends on how well you know the people, right? Because if you don't know them that well, I skip the church.
0: Yeah. To show up at the, uh, just get yeah. the food and the drink.
1: That's right. I'm I'm paying, I'm pretty sure that's the deal. I pay a fee for you to feed me and give me drinks, and then I go home. Yeah. So, this is But you
0: don't works. tip, right?
1: No, at a wedding, you give a buck or two. This is in Australia, buddy.
0: Oh, okay. All right. One of the things I wanted to talk about, because you and I grew up, as big gamers, right? I mean, it started with like Nintendo, we both had PCs, we would trade games back and forth. Tech Mobile, Legends of Zelda, you got it. Like all that shit we would play, right? Yes. Gaming has become quite different over the last 30, 40 years, right? The graphics have gotten amazingly good, you know, almost virtual reality-esque. And the stories, believe it or not, have gotten really intricate and long. It used to be, you know, you had a, a character and then you went to a dungeon and you killed the boss in the dungeon and then you were done and that was the game right now They've got these games that are just like hours and hours and hours and hours of content. I Picked up a game. I'm a big George RR Martin fan. For those of you that don't know He's the guy that wrote Game of Thrones and all the, the whole series um, He's a big kind of sci-fi and fantasy guy more on the fantasy side than anything else but I had heard a few months ago that he was working with a company called from software to create a game. So immediately piqued my interest, like his books, like his stories. I can't imagine the game would be bad if he was writing the story for it. So um, he helped them create a game called Elden ring and I'm about 120 hours into this game. Jesus. Uh, and the game is so good that i'm i'm right on the precipice of being at the end the final boss i'm like very close like if i wanted to i could probably finish the game in like an hour but the game is so good that i'm putting it off i'm doing all the side quests and i'm running around and clearing out dungeons that i haven't cleared out before and finding weapons and spells that are like make me ridiculously overpowered Um, the game is that freaking good and I'm 48, I'm going to be 48 years old this year. And I just cannot believe that I'm this wrapped up into a a video game at my age, but it's amazing.
1: What systems is it on?
0: Uh, PC, Xbox, PlayStation.
1: Okay. So... Look, based on the name and what you're saying, it sounds a little bit like the Zelda game, right? Which we both love.
0: It's, uh, yes, very much along that. There's no elves and shit like that, but very much along that line. Yeah, it's a fantasy game. So when
1: when I got Breath of the Wild a couple years ago, I did a similar thing. Over a couple months, I ended up spending like 100 hours, and I completed the game. And then you look at, you know, the game tracks your percentage of completion, and it was like 11%. Yeah, yeah. So there is fucking almost 90% of other shit in that game. And I I did some of it for a while, and, you know, I'd spend like four hours to add like 1%. And it wasn't even like an enjoyable 1%. It was just like, oh, you found this other crystal under a rock. There's your one tenth of a percent. So I ended up stopped doing it, but it was the same thing. It had a super amount that I hadn't even completed.
0: This is basically Dungeons and Dragons in video game format. And there are there are a lot of games that are like, you know, role-playing games. Um but this the, the world that they've created is just massive and it keeps expanding and they haven't even done they haven't even added new content yet. I've heard rumors that they're going to add some downloadable content to There's make the game always- bigger
1: additional content that you of course they want to make
0: more money off the game than they already did and i fully support that because i would buy it in a freaking heartbeat but i went and checked my log today of how much time i've spent on this 120 hours jesus that's insane
1: Uh,
0: so with
1: that much time spent on the game think of all the other things i'm not doing (laughs) and knowing what our childhood was like that brings us to the one crazy question. <laughs> uh, so I teased it in the last episode. It was gonna, we were gonna talk about how each of us lost our virginity. Yeah. And based on the amount of hours you spent in this game, and I know you're a father of two, I'm not sure you have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it was the immaculate conception. No, but the fact that you and I had a lot of video gaming and sports-like Activities when we were younger, we were always doing. Shit. Um, I think it uh, it probably uh, made me a late bloomer or what someone would consider a late bloomer. I just like early in high school, I just was not really interested in women. And how about I dudes? <laughs> was not interested in dudes either. i still not interested in dudes. I've seen your hairy ass, I have no desire to ever go anywhere remotely close Please. to some guy's ass. That's your Elden's quest, right? Not there. that there's anything wrong with that. For, for the folks in Sudan, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I, we, we lost them already, so they're gone. Yeah. So um, I had been dating this girl for probably four or five months at this point in time, and I'm probably way off here. I don't even have a recollection of it, but this was my high school girlfriend. And um, it was prom, believe it or not, senior year in prom. So I was like 17 oh, years old.
1: like a fucking... John Hughes movie, your fucking I, prom night.
0: No, well, wait, wait, <laughs> listen to the story. Uh, So, so prom night comes around my, um, my buddy and I rent a, uh, a limo and, you know, we do it, we do it all out and we, we go to prom and then we go to the palladium in the city, which was like the, the, the club to go to post prom at like, you know, 1am in the morning. And why are you laughing?
1: Because just the, the palladium you're dating yourself and it's sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold on for the record. I'm pretty sure that I lost my virginity younger than you did.
1: I'm not All saying right. yet. but yeah, that, that is, correct. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. correct.
0: So, so, so before you, you, you go down that path, you might want to just hold off until what? you tell your story. I
1: told you the problem is with me being a couple years older than you, if we lost it at the same time, what? <laughs> So I just, wanna, I just want—I just want to make sure I have the the girl right in my head. Is this the girl where, when I decided to try pot once? Yes. Okay. Was at her yeah. house. Okay. Yes. And you, and I, now, I, I not I only did her I parents don't listen. Yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> and if they do, your daughter has a pot problem. Um, <laughs> if for people who don't know, I might have said this before. I try. I've literally I don't do hard drugs. Never did anything heavy. I tried pot. I took one hit from it, and I saw David and his other knucklehead friends being like, and I was like, fuck this. This isn't for me. And I, and I never got high. I didn't get high off. it. I just was like, and it wasn't a me.
0: joint. It was a bong too. Yeah. Uh. All right.
1: So, so sorry. You're about ready to bust the nut.
0: <laughs> no. So anyways, we, we do the whole, the whole prom thing. Right. And I'm pretty sure she told her parents like, Hey, you know, I'm going to stay at a friend's house. I don't remember what I told my mom. She'll have to she'll probably call me up after she hears this. And, and you what? You did what? Anyways, you told me you were going to church. <laughs> we go to prom. Afterwards, my buddy's like, "You guys can stay at my house." Right? Um, sadly, we dropped we using the limo, we dropped his date off. And oh. so it was me and him and my girlfriend staying at his house. But they had oh, like so a So your like, first
1: time was a threesome. Nice. Keep going.
0: <laughs> no. So anyways, we get back to his house and we're like, all right, we're going to gonna we're gonna go to bed. And I'm, man, for like three hours, I am trying and trying and trying and she's just not having it. She just, no, I don't want to do it tonight. I don't want to do it. It's prom night. Everybody expects us to do it. I, I don't want to do it. You're like, why don't you expect it? <laughs> yeah. So after three hours of trying, she finally relents. And the minute I go to grab the condom... I looked down and it like there was nothing left. Like I was, I, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't finish. I was. I was so like exhausted from trying that my my guy was like, "Yeah, you know what? It's just not going to happen tonight." And I, I actually couldn't get a direction, so I never actually did it on prom night. Oh my god! But like gosh. we did it like the next day. <laughs> My guy failed me, man. He failed me. I was trying and trying and trying. And finally, she's like, all right, fine. Let's do it. And I couldn't get it up.
1: Wow. That's sad. <laughs> yeah.
0: But we did the next day. So it's like, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so I stupid.
1: Just, I actually think it's better the next day because the day of prom just feels so hokey to me. It feels like typical movie storyline that like tonight's the night and this is what we're going to do. Um, so for, for me, I... I I still lived at home at the time. It was when I started college and I met a girl there. And, um, it's funny because she lived in, she lived on campus at an old girl's school. And so like, I couldn't stay there. And though one time I did and I got, I got busted on the way out. But so she stayed over once or twice at my parents. And like my, my dad's deal was, you know, girls could stay over, but you had to sleep in kind of like your own room. And it's funny because maybe like the week before something actually happened, she stayed over and we just literally just fell asleep in the room. Like we didn't try anything. We weren't trying to do anything. Oh, I bet
0: your dad was pissed.
1: Was he? Yeah. He fucking went off and he was like, you know the deal, you know, my house, my rules, you know, if you're ever going to bring a girl here, you sleep in other rooms. Like, you know, none of that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. He gave me the whole thing. And, And similar to you, like I had zero desire in high school to probably even talk to girls, let alone go out with girls or boys, just for the record. Um, so much so that I actually got asked to the prom by a girl. And I was like, yeah, you know, me and the friends were just going to go out, we're going to hang out. And uh, we went a bunch of us actually went bowling. How sad is that on our <laughs> oh, prom? that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the rub balls, <laughs> oh. so um, yeah. A couple of us in our prom, we went out bowling. We we like boycotted, like we were like tough guys. We were like, no, fuck this prom thing. It's so stereotypical. You got guys like David trying to lose his virginity on prom night. Fuck the
0: prom. Uh. <laughs>
1: so yeah, so we went bowling. So it was my first semester in college, and you know, me and this girl hit it off. And
0: hold on, time out. Sure for for those of us that are counting mike didn't go straight to college from high school there were some there was there was a gap there
1: i got to be honest i was hoping that stayed out of the, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i took 3 years off after high school so and look the job i worked in i worked in a warehouse where it was like me and the owner so unless i was going to go gay for the stay like there was nothing else happening there right it was just yeah. me and him so yeah so i took a couple years off i was I was either 21 or 22. I, mm. I don't remember exactly. Oh no, I would have been, I would have been 22 cause I know when the date was. All right. So, so hold on
0: before right. you go on. I know, I know you're, you're getting to your story, but I feel like you're, I, I need you're to give me part, blue balls. Like
1: I'm going to get to the climax <laughs> and you're, I'm not going to be ready. Cause like
0: you, <laughs> I, I feel like people need to understand that 30 plus years ago was a different time. Number one, right? Number two kids today that are listening to this. Uh, on average are losing their virginity at age 13. That's on average, which means that people are losing it at 11 and then people are losing it at like 16, 17, right? So it's on average 13. So just to put things into perspective and people go, oh my God, 21 years old.
1: Yeah, no, for the record, Dave's not putting anything in perspective. He's just trying to embarrass me. <laughs>
0: No, actually I was trying to help you by saying it was a different time. But go ahead. Oh, it, was Embarrass really, yourself. it was a different it was a different time. Finish finish your story. Uh, so Quicker than you gr- finished
1: that night. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um so the girl comes over and it was Halloween night, actually. That's why I know I was twenty two. It was Halloween night. Um and we were in my room like we'd been before, and we were allowed to have the door closed like during kind of or not, quote unquote office hours. Like I you think know, until it's we funny that bed. you
0: were 22 and you still had rules where you couldn't have a girl in your room with the door shut.
1: Sorry, not everybody was so liberal that their mom is throwing away condom wrappers when he's leaving the house. But, uh, well, I didn't go away to school. That was the other problem. I went locally. So, you know, I was still home. I lived at home for a year, a year, six months or a year after I graduated college. So I was home. So, you know, my house, my rules, that kind of thing. One thing leads to another and we start fooling around and like, it's f- like, so literally this was 28 years ago and the the embarrassment of the question sticks with me now. At one point I remember asking her, was I in?
0: Oh Jesus.
1: Another point I asked her was like, am I doing it right? <laughs> right?
0: If you um, have to ask, the answer's
1: no. <laughs> yeah. Which she didn't say that, but that's kind of what was implied. <laughs> Because she had been with somebody else like that, I knew already. Um, And so, yeah, it was Halloween night when I was 22 years old. um, And just like, look, you might want to sound tough and you might want to be like, yeah, fuck the shit out of her, man. I rocked her world. Their first time, that's not the case. It's like, hey, look, sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So then, ironically, that night I went and had to sleep in the other room because we had just gotten yelled at a week before for having stayed in the same room. So, yeah. That's how I lost my virginity.
0: Yeah, and did you uh, did you do you realize this is episode number seventy? So, uh, well, I mean, just most of our listeners are now seventy years old, waiting for you to finish that story.
1: I finished it. You know, the other <laughs> thing that was kind of fucked up, she had told me later. She was like, you know, the other guy I had been with is a lot bigger than you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and look. I'm I, I don't need to brag. I don't think I'm fucking massive. I don't think I'm tiny. I think I'm relatively average size. But yet and then she like gave me the fingers like Kobasa, like that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I first of all, I, I just lost my virginity to you. I, I didn't even know if I was doing it right. And then you have to tell me that that guy's a lot bigger. I'm like, thanks for that. So all of those things
0: stayed with me to this day. Hold on. I'm uh I'm Googling average penis size right now. According to Google, the number one result from medical news today, (laughs) the average penis size is 5.1 inches when erect. Oh, I'm gladly well, well (laughs) over average. I wanted to make sure we got that out. Because you're Italian, I'm Italian. All right, we're just going to stop there. My kids listen to this. All right, moving on. (laughs) Episode 70. How about those Mets, man? The Mets are doing great so far. Speaking of bats, with that, (laughs) I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously Ridiculously Embarrassed.